0: Welcome
1: to our podcast, la, 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 la,
0: la, 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 my name is Britta, I'm okay with she and her and they, this is
1: Meg's, I am also okay with she, what
0: kind of podcast would this be if we didn't have a singing portion?
1: (laughs) It's very fitting, TV
0: gets singing, why can't podcasts get singing? Just kidding, um, we'll, we'll, we'll try not to sing too much, anyways, welcome to episode 14, I think, no, 13! Are we 13? I think we're 13.
1: Because oh, I, I was like, looking at oh, 13. Gosh. I think th- man, 13 sounds correct. We're now aggressive. You can't see, dear listeners, but we're, we're aggressively, aggressively pulling, pulling up, looking up in our, Spotify, looking at our phone, talking
0: in tangents pod. <laughs> Epi- oh, wait, what? Okay, hold on. Are we Are on 14? Might be on 11. <laughs> <laughs> According to our Instagram, our latest episode was, wow, much adulting?
1: And that's incorrect. That is we have not updated our Instagram by the way I would like to sorry. use this moment to apologize for our lack of Instagram content um, we have a lot of shit on our plate and um, dude
0: yeah last episode was my wait Red flags over Oklahoma. This is episode 12.
1: Yeah. So we're a little behind in a lot of stuff. Just life and shit, which will... <laughs> the
0: last episode was wow much adulting. We'll,
1: we'll, we'll be better, I promise. Plus, we're going to discuss kind of life shit and why it's been a little bit of a struggle bus for both of us. So... Uh, oh,
0: yeah. yeah. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Basically, this is going to be a giant old mental check of an episode. Yeah. Which w- is fine. I think y'all are here just to listen to two girls talk about life right yeah
1: i mean and honestly we're gonna be completely you know upfront with you right now we've i've been here for how what three hours now? <sighs> yeah three hours it's fine yeah and we've been just talking and life Not recording and shooting the shit but it's yeah because we can't record everything you know no we can't you if, don't need to know all the tea of if my you personal had to life. listen
0: to three hours of us talking about life well one Our friends would be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you guys?" I wouldn't
1: be able to go anywhere in public. Yeah, they'd be like, "Oh." Some
0: conversations are meant just to be with friends, or sometimes just with the drunk girls in the bathroom at the bar, which I have missed and not missed at the same time because I I ran into some. I miss specific ones. Yeah, there's specific ones—the ones who ask you to take them home, or ask if they can go home with you because they don't.
1: They don't have anywhere else to go because their friends ditched them. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of those girls. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm more of the ones that are like drunk and you're, you're washing your hands and they're like, girl, you look so cute. I'm like, thank like, you. Thank I spent you. an extra 30 minutes curling my hair. But,
0: okay. So the last bathroom I was in was at a brewery this weekend and uh it was filled with girls and they're like ah, laughing and then the girl left her stall and she looks at me and she's like it doesn't flush and that's <laughs> and, that, and what's funny is that like there um, was a massive She' she's like turd. it's okay if you just if like we, we're just peeing let's just all pee on top of each other and i didn't have the heart to say um ma'am i'm on my period blood's gonna go into that toilet i cannot sit there you should have been
1: like <laughs> i have to poop and so
0: <laughs> so i just was like okay And I stood there, and she was like, kind of waiting for me to go into the toilet, and I I was like, I'm okay. (laughs) I didn't have the heart to tell her the gruesome details of my bodily functions, but you know what? She's a girl; she would have understood. But in that moment, I wasn't used to the to the very intimate nature of the bathroom talk. Oh yeah, going back, strangers.
1: I think yeah, that was that was a time, my friends back then and, and it's weird cuz i think people are trying to be like now everything's back to normal. I still am not Doesn't at that it level feel the yet. same. And it's nice being able i've gone to a few places now where i have not had to wear a mask and it's been lovely. I love yep. i didn't think i would miss seeing people's cute little faces and now i'm like oh this is great. Yeah. But i still carry a bunch of masks in my purse. I have more than one now. I
0: have at least five in my glove compartment. Yeah,
1: because you never know if I need to go into Target or the grocery store or Maybe you go into this one store thinking you don't need one and then you actually Dude, do. Yeah, just... for
0: me, if I see the staff wearing masks, I just feel bad. Oh, yeah. I went. I at... just feel bad. I'm like, I'm just going to wear one just so you guys feel good too. That's exactly You're what I did alone. today. Mm-hmm. I had to go
1: get a, a money order check for my rent because my apartment complex lives in the 70s apparently. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you have to go to Walmart to get a money order because <laughs> if you go to your bank. That sounds like a scam. Yeah, well, for the, India. You're basically like charged to write a check. And the money order, what's kind of nice about it though, is it takes your money immediately. Whereas if you just wrote a personal check, the money is not taken out of your account until you actually cash that check. So that's why a lot of bounce checks happen. So with a money order, it's like you get a check that you write out to whatever, but the money's already been taken out. Uh huh. So it's like nice so you know you're not just like hovering around but it also gives the person who's cashing that check a sense of like this check's not gonna bounce so my apartment does wants to avoid that so they ask for money orders my rent is a weird amount where i have to pay for my rent side plus my pet rent and you can only have a limit of how much you put on each check so it's just it's it's an annoying task but walmart has it cheap so where you only have to pay a dollar fee per check essentially cool if you Thanks. go to the bank, um, depending on your bank, who knows what bank you have. But my personal bank charges like $5 for some, like literally charging you to take money out of your own money. Yeah. So I'm like, this is dumb. I don't like this. But So I'm going to go to Walmart to go do this check thing. Here's the problem with Walmart is Walmart is ghetto. Sorry. Yeah, it's it's, it's great. A, it's a little ghetto. Yeah. Like I, I, I
0: appreciate uh, a store for all consumers, all income levels, but if, like they could, they could do it a little bit better in Walmart. They could
1: do it a little bit better. And considering they have the money for it, they have so much money. They have that company, dear Lord. Just
0: because you sell cheap things doesn't mean it to look cheap.
1: And you also, maybe pay, is a great example. Maybe pay your employees more. Yeah. Walmart makes billions of dollars. Billions my friends That CEO is like Rich as fuck and It's a family that owns that fucking thing Anyway They make a lot of money They treat their employees eh. Like garbage And you know It's just he, it, The inhumanity going in there And then you're also just kind of like Oh I don't like being in this place I, this. The last time I was in a Walmart someone The air might, is stagnant Stagnant <laughs> Someone pooped on the floor It was probably with an accident Probably was a toddler But still I'm like, I don't want to see human poop on a floor Thank you But no Anyways, I'm waiting in line and I'm like, I hate this place. Um, but like I noticed some staff was wearing masks and some were not. I had my mask on because the last time I had paid rent a month ago is when we still were like doing the mask thing. So everyone was wearing a mask. So yeah. this is my first realm of going into a store that I wasn't sure, so my initial reaction was to just Wear put on said mask. Yeah. And then I walked into like a fucking fuck fest of nobody. But also a lot of people still wearing masks. And then I'm I'm vaccinated, so I'm in the weird limbo where I'm like, well, technically I, take don't, off mask. <laughs> I don't need to wear one. But then I see people that are wearing them, and I'm like, oh, empathy. Oh, I feel yeah. your dick. Oh man, that's still, me at a pizza place today. Yeah. So it's I'm in I'm in the limbo right now, and that's if I'm in a place where no one's wearing a mask, I will not wear a mask. But it's, all, I'm not, because va- I'm, because yeah.
0: I am vaccinated and obviously the staff feels safe. I'm like, okay, like everyone's chill here. I don't feel concerned for right. my life.
1: The, the only time that makes me feel a little yucky about that mm-hmm. is, so I went to a very nice restaurant for like a friend's birthday mm-hmm. and not a single staff member was wearing a mask, not a single guest, maybe one person was wearing a mask. Uh-huh. And I kind of looked around, I'm like, oh wow, it actually feels normal. normal. And it was right after the whole releasing of said mandate. So I was like, oh, maybe this is just how everything's going to feel. But then I've been noticing depending on the location and depending on wherever is stuff. where you kind of feel the realm. It makes sense for schools, banks, and large businesses like Target or Walmart to like, yeah, grocery store, wear your mask or whatever. But I got a weird sense of privilege. And I was like, oh, is it because I'm in a really nice restaurant and I'm dressed really nice? And I am a person of privilege, essentially, showing up. And I'm like, oh, if it wasn't, if the staff was wearing the mask, I would feel very uncomfortable. Yeah. But at least the staff wasn't wearing a mask. So I was like, okay, thank God. Maybe they're all vaccinated. But like Walmart today is where I kind of felt that weird limbo where I'm like, oh, this is the place where you start to feel kind of the privilege and the uncomfortableness. Because you're like, uh, are yeah. people not wearing them because they can't get the vaccine? Or are they wearing it just because they don't want to? I, yeah, it's just weird. But like, depending on the environment, it's almost just like the bougier you are, then the less they question it. Yep. It's but just... then you're also like, wait a minute, this bar is just as crowded as Walmart is. It's probably
0: gonna be like that what? for another year.
1: Yeah. So at I, least I'm 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 hoping it's more of like a this is just a weird transitional phase and we're gonna figure it out. I really hope that masks don't become like a symbolic status thing.
0: No, I I don't think they are because like I feel. That I went to a restaurant that was relatively like no no not high class not low income it was no. like a normal restaurant and the sir none of the servers except for one were not wearing a mask mm-hmm. and honestly they look stoked they're happy they didn't seem like they were like anti-mask types like I just from I'm not saying like I'm reading Books by their cover, but kind of was. I'm like, oh, these people seem like if they were concerned, they would be wearing a mask.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think that's the thing. And I check
0: the numbers of elisar County every so often. I'm like, honestly, if I think about how big our county is and how many positive cases there are, I'm feeling pretty good. Not saying that everyone who's positive is getting tested and giving the stat, like the data that, like, oh, we're positive. It's worse than it seems. But like from what has been reported. Uh, things are looking pretty good. Yeah.
1: No, I'm, I'm, so I'm confident. I'm definitely happy with all that and whatnot. So, I mean, it's, although I had a coworker try to tell me that my heart was enlarged.
0: <laughs> and oh, I was like, geez. oh, cause cause so recently I've had really bad anxiety and I keep complaining about my heart at work. And then my coworker's like, Hey, guess what? Do you know that if you got the vaccine that you might have a chance of having a heart enlargement? How's your heart feeling recently? And I was like, shut up. I just have anxiety. It's not my fucking vaccine, you ding dong. I mean, who knows? Maybe it is. But, like, it's not. It's not. It's my anxiety. If I, if it was my heart enlarging, oh, yeah. then that would have been, like, the week of my vaccine. I not- mean- <laughs>
1: I joked with, <laughs> joke with my mom because she was saying that, oh, like her first, you know, I mentioned this before, her first gut reaction of me getting fertility. the vaccine was the fertility thing. And I made a very crude joke to my mother. and was like, oh, well, then I should just randomly have sex with someone and see what happens. And then if I'm fertile, <laughs> I will have a baby and then you'll be happy and leave me alone or I will be infertile and then you'll be right. What do you want? Which one, Would you mom? like me to have... Come set, on, baby, with to me. With a random stranger, or would you like me to be infertile? And then she got very angry with me. And I was like, Mom, That's I'm, not Mom, fun. I'm 32. <laughs> if I have a child at this point, even if it is with a fucking random stranger, I'd be fine. Yeah. i would be fine. I would get a lot of judgment because being a single parent gets judgment, and it's terrible. But at the same time, I would tell them my age, and they'd be like, oh, you're fine. You're fine. So, or they'd be like, oh, wow, geriatric pregnancy. Look at you being being bold in your your body choices and I'm like yeah yeah you know, look at me the old piece of shit having a baby <laughs>
0: times are changing though yeah, I feel like God. kids
1: are people are having kids a lot later they can afford fertility treatments I don't know about y'all but I do not have $50,000 just up my butt I actually have a friend right now who had to set up a GoFundMe for a uh, um Intro v
0: intro. Yeah, it's like thirty
1: five yeah, thousand
0: dollars. Anytime
1: is you hear someone that's doing in vitro, please love them and bless them as much as you can because you know they have saved up for that. And they're fucking desperate
0: shit. for their baby,
1: and God bless them for it. But it's something that I would be like, if I had the adopt. fiscal of yeah, an adoption. God, that's also expensive. Sixty thousand dollars oh shit Minimal. it's more expensive it's more expensive Yikes. you have to go through background checks and wellness checks you're basically like on watch for the I mean, first six good. months it's required because you don't put kids in like a bad environment yeah, but stranger damn. there's already enough issues in the foster care system Jesus of Christ, people abusing the foster care situation and so it's like the fact that people are just profiting off of People just wanting to give children a good life Sad. is really depressing. Sad. But you know, such is life. Everything costs money. We have tanks. <laughs> we have, thank God we have
0: all these we tanks. Have- tanks do not be feared your children and unborn children are safe
1: our military budget is billions of dollars There's but aliens we, can still get us we guys can't have health care can't have health
0: care no you know what dude i have a i have a, a 500 hundred uh, dollar bill sitting on my counter over there i'm Just straight I think chilling I said this last time i'm not i'm not looking it, at it it's i'm still not there. Fucking paying it <laughs> fuck you hospital i'm kidding thank you for telling me something that I can't fix and being like, oh, can't fix
1: it. Here's a $500 charge. Here's the best thing about the hospital ah! bills. Fun fact is they can't really hound you like credit card people. So it just kind of stays there. Yeah, exactly.
0: So it there It just I stays go. there. I don't you care. Maybe you'll pay it. I remember oh. <laughs> I the last time we got a hospital bill, it, it sat on my counter for three months. And then one day I was like, fine, I have money. I guess I'll pay it. And that's how it worked. That's how it worked. Um, and I am thinking it's going to be the same thing with this one. I'm gonna be like, Fine, once my iPads paid off, then my, I'll pay off. my. <laughs> sister,
1: my sister was telling me because my sister has had had three kids so far. Yeah, and her first child she had younger, and um, she t- I think she was 24. Mm. Um, her, th- this child is older now. He's like 10 now. Anyway, so like the point the point is is like. Ten years ago, she technically, because she was 24 under all the Obamacare stuff, she was still under my, for like the last... Parents' insurance? She was still under her parents' insurance. Technically, I was too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, and she jokes about it to this day. She's like, oh yeah, my first child, because I was under mom's really good health care, her first son... Literally cost the full visit. She stayed later because you know he had to be in the NICU for a little bit. All this kind of stuff. Like basically the whole visit, five dollars. Fuck that. And That's then, so cool. And then literally, I mean,
0: fuck that because I paid seven thousand. Thank you, Dad, with but, your shit. But, health insurance. Yeah, <laughs> but here's the
1: thing, though, is literally that was the first child. Four years later, when they, uh, three or the three or four years right? later, she's obviously off her mom's health she's insurance. On she's yeah. on her own with her, on her husband's health insurance um and that was the thing too is that when they got married and then they got pregnant my mom's like stay on the health care for the baby <laughs> and because she was right because then they had their second child and because she had fully by then had transferred into her husband's health insurance because she had to not because yeah i'm sure if they were still younger he, he still would be like, oh, yeah, save, oh yeah save the money stay on the mom's health insurance she yeah. works in healthcare. care take the fucking that's why it was five dollars my mom's health care was tight when you work in healthcare, your health care is cheap Anyway, so the second baby cost like at least five grand. Yeah,
0: at least, and
1: the third baby was probably even more. So like it went from like five dollars to five thousand dollars. And so my sister was like, "Oh yeah, these are the expensive kids. This is cheap shit." (laughs) She didn't say cheap shit. She's (laughs) she's very like delightfully polite, but but she was just like, "Oh yeah, there's you know, there's my cheap baby, cheap baby, expensive babies." (laughs) And I'm like, oh, you know, what'd you get? But you're all worth the same on my yeah, heart. It's all worth it. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. I, I remember being so sad when I got my, my first bills from having Elliot. But it's okay. It's fine. You just... I had a friend t- tell me recently who was married, and he's like, he's like you are never... Like he's like, I understand you're never ready to have a kid, but I think you absolutely have to be ready to have a kid. He's like, you have to be ready fiscally. And then me and my coworker who have children, we're looking at each other like, Haha, no. I'm like, you just, I'm like, you just make it happen. Like even if you're not ready fiscally, like somehow by God's grace, like it works out. There's people who work at McDonald's who so have kids. Obviously, like you want to give them the best life, and you do. But you're never gonna be financially ready, never be mentally ready. You and just- he yelled at
1: us. He was like, one. I hate both of you 2 You're wrong. <laughs> it no. we're like, sorry, but it like, it's, it, it you, you, it you are not wrong. You were a hundred percent right. I you maintain this for all love, self relationships in life in general. Yeah. And I, here's, this is such a, This is me being a little sexist. I'm sorry, gentlemen, but that's a very man statement to say. He's worried about being a provider. Men time to think that they need to be fully prepared. I need to make this amount of money before I'm in a relationship. I need to have my own apartment. I need to have a car. I need to have this amount of money to be this provider. And I get it. We all want a provider. This is all great things. But there are things that you go through in a relationship Mm -hmm. that you can go through together but then saying that you have to be fiscally 100 percent prepared and mentally 100 percent prepared is just a falsehood because you're you don't know what life is going to throw at you to say that is like being like oh you know what happens if your car breaks down and you blow a tire are you going to always be fiscally prepared to mm. replace that tire? Well, most people, yes, but not everyone is like, "Oh my God, where am I going to find that three hundred dollars mm-hmm. to place that tire?" Not mm-hmm. everyone lives that existence. So, but then you don't. There could be a medical emergency. You could have a brain hemorrhage and straight up need to go into the hospital. Is he preparing for his brain hemorrhage that no. may or may not happen? It's the same thing with a child. A child may or may not happen. Mm-hmm. It's. I'm not saying that all childs are accidents. I'm just saying that like. Things can happen, whether it's a baby or you can get fired or you can get into a life-debilitating car accident and break your back. Yeah. Are you preparing for that? So did just say like, oh, you need to be mentally prepared and physically and fiscally to be prepared to have a child. In a certain level, yes, but at the same time, you don't know what life's yeah. going to throw at you. You can be fiscally prepared for said child mm-hmm. and then the baby's born and then you have to spend two weeks in the hospital because they're premature. Yeah. Are you, were you fiscally prepared for that? Mm-hmm. You bought the cradle and you bought all this shit and you even had enough money to pay for the actual fee of delivering. You do not know what's going to happen. Yeah. My sister had to stay three extra days more because of being in the NICU. That's why certain things cost the way that they did for all of her babies. They're all yeah. great and fine now, but every single one of their child was in the NICU for at least a th- few days. So, you don't, you, you can't prepare for things that won't happen. You can go as much as you can, but to guilt trip to someone and you be like, you need to do all these things before no, you have a kid. Sorry. You can do as as much as you can.
0: Yeah. And that's honestly, as much and that's as what we're trying can. to tell him. What we're trying to tell him is like, you know what? When you become a parent, you just do your best. Yeah. Like me and my partner are putting our, our toddler through preschool, daycare, whatever. It costs like a frick ton. But we're like, you know what? No matter what, we're just going to make it work somehow. And that's
1: what a budget is for. It's do. because they're not thinking of a budget to be like, oh, well, I'll just move this little money around and move this around. It's the same thing. You think of it as all of your, like, say, for example, like like movie subscriptions. Yeah.
0: You, oh, Sorry, I, can't have Netflix and Spotify. Yeah,
1: you can budget, for, budget for two, but then you don't think These you can diapers. budget for the other ones. <laughs> you can. You just maybe don't buy that beer and just if you think about it like some subscriptions are actually less than like eating out for a a day so Mm -hmm. you spend twelve dollars on your meal at chipotle but you can't spend twelve dollars a month on whatever netflix or whatever the fuck so i'm kind of like i think of it more in that realm where i'm like no no you'll you'll budget it you just pick and choose your battles man if you buy your five
0: dollar latte monday through friday at the coffee house like what if you just bought a fifteen dollar bag of coffee to last you three weeks oh yeah yeah no there's easy ways to like make your life a little bit easier financially it's hard and it does require some quote unquote um uh what's it called um Oh my gosh! When sacrifices, 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 my yeah. mind I was like Jesus. What? What did Jesus do? Sacrifice. Anyway, uh, point is, is wear your mask.
1: <laughs> That's how we got here. Wear, wear your mask. Wear your damn mask. Don't worry Re- about it. Read the room too. When you're, you're not sure, just carry it with you. I yeah. think, I think the masks are never gonna go away entirely. I yeah. personally feel like if I'm gonna go on an respect airplane, respect your surroundings. Dude, if I'm gonna go on an airplane, I don't Observe care. Your I'm gonna, I'm gonna germs are already gross in general on yeah. an airplane. I'm just going to wear one on my mask on my airplane. Also, I kind of, in- I could have walked into Walmart today and not wearing a mask. It would have been fine, but I look like la garbage today. And so I was like, this is great. I can hide half of my face. Oh yeah, no, for
0: sure. Like uh, in my, uh, my recent, I don't, know what it is that's going on in my body my brain but uh, my stress has caused me to have like a lot of acne and it's funny because at work we don't have to wear masks anymore and I've uh, like if my, ma- my maskne whatever acne is bad I just put a mask on to hide it and then my coworkers are like are you okay and I'm just like yeah why and they're like uh uh never mind <laughs> and it's fine so i kind of like the masks are normal in some way where i could just wear one and people have to see my face but uh honestly like just be respectful of people read the room like megs was saying um and just like you know what you 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 could have your fun when the time comes oh yeah don't now, get me wrong
1: I've, i i'm also ready i've also in in the openings of things and i was like oh now i can go to places and look cute yeah I have made an I effort sh- to put on makeup, not today, but in general in the past and in the last like few days. I went to... Um, my friend's birthday and that was really nice to so, like get dolled up and cute and wear a mask and not be like oh look i'm not gonna have to cover my makeup with a mask and then break out because it's oh, clogging my you mask can see pores. My you can see my highlight and my lip gloss you can, my poppin'. lip gloss is so popping i uh, went to a dodger game the other day nice. and didn't wear a mask that's was nice. lovely
0: Because I was like, like, it was
1: so fun to be able to like yell and heckle because the fucking giants and stupid. Yeah. And just be like, "Ah!" I actually got to be on the Jumbo Tron.
0: Oh, no way. It was really cool. cool. Okay. Because it was, it was funny
1: because my roommate and I went and we were chatting. We had really great seats. Um, One of the bosses or owners that she works for got really nice seats and he Mm -hmm. has like basically like. Like season hold ticket hold person, and he knew that she and I are like really good fans. She's a huge fan. I'm like a fan fan. Um, But uh, he offered it to people that worked at the job that she works at, and was like, "Hey, like if anyone would like to go, these are the tickets available. Let me know." So she's like, "Oh, I'll take these days." So then she hit me up and was like, "Would you like to go?" And I'm like, "Um, "Yes, I would like to go." Blessings. Three hundred dollar. Dodger ticket seats and literally be like, you know, I could literally, you could literally hear the ball hit the catcher's mitt. That's so cool. That's how close I was. Yeah. And you could see the dugout. I dugouts. saw your
0: story, and then I saw my friend who was in nosebleeds, and I was just like, yeah. there's Megan over there.
1: And it was just so cool. Down <laughs> below. Yeah, and I'm like, I felt so fancy. It was great. But, um, so yeah, we're you know, having our beers and our hot dogs and whatever. And you can see camera people kind of going around. I didn't think it would go to our area, because... Um, They usually pick, like, people who are, like, dressed up or have signs or, like, cute kids and stuff. And for most of the evening, that's basically what it is. But throughout the game, as one would know, at a sports arena, they usually have camera people, like, see the crowd. And you're like, woo, you're supposed to, like, cheer and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was joking with my roommate. And I was like, oh, man, like, if I ever got on, like, a Jumbotron and I was holding a beer, I would just straight just start chugging it and just, like, not stop and be like, yeah, let's go. Um, It didn't happen for this round because I'd already (laughs) finished all my beverages for the evening. We're towards, Uh... like, probably the 8th or the ninth. And um, I had finished my beverage, and I'm just watching the game, and um, I noticed one of the cameras at the corner of my eye. I'm like, oh, look, there's a little camera right there. My roommate's like, oh, (laughs) it's like pointed right at us. And I was like, oh, that's funny. And then we heard people like cheering and yelling and like waving their little signs behind us. And I was like, oh, they're probably pointed there. They're going to cheer all the guys that are like screaming and yelling and standing in their seats. So I'm just like sitting and like just relaxing and looking at the jumbotron, and watching it go back and forth because it'll go to different cameras. And I hadn't seen anyone near us yet, so I'm like, I'm waiting and watching, and I'm looking, and I'm just like chatting and enjoying the game while they're like, you know, changing team, getting the players all ready, ready for the next inning. And then all of a sudden, I see my face on the time, like, and I was like, Oh my god! Wow. And my reaction, you can't see this, but I went like this, Ooh, <laughs> and like covered my face and was like, Oh my god! And then my roommate like leaned over and was like, and It was like Cute. doing like tongue out, and was like, Oh my. And I just, like, I'm mortified and, like, covered ah! my face. And I was just, like, oh, my God. But, like. That's so cool. I didn't register it. So it was. I was up there for probably, like, a couple minutes. And I'm just, like, looking. And I'm, like. Mm. And then I'm like, that girl. Look, oh, it's me. And that like, ah! is
0: me. So instead
1: of me being a badass and reacting either like being like, oh, I'm like fuck yeah, go team, like, ah. or like chugging my beer or whatever, I went. Wah! That's fine.
0: <laughs>
1: and I like squealed and like covered my face because I was embarrassed. But yeah, no, that's, that's cute. Further proof that I am not scary and intimidating. I'm a big squishy, <laughs> soft bitch. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I love that, it. I super love it. fun. Yeah, so that's been the the, the only really fun thing that I've had this week. Nice. So going into this whole episode, which is our mental health, do you want me to go first? Yeah, go for it. All right. So, gang, I'm tired, as we all know. But the difference in this tired is I feel drained and unwilling to focus. And I don't know if, if anyone can relate to this. I would assume most people can. Mm-hmm. Adulting in general is hard in a sense, but, it, but what I've been struggling with is me wanting to do well and do the things that I need to do, but having a hard time in focusing, particularly in work. And um, I'm pretty sure I have some, probably some form of ADHD in general. I haven't really had a, any kind of diagnosis in, in as my adult life and, But I feel like something's not quite clicking in my brain and I don't know what it is. And I think for right now, one of the main triggers is just what? You're just busy. Life is very busy right now. Work two jobs. Podcasting is a full other job. In case you didn't know, y'all, it's a big, it's a lot. At least eight hours. Yeah, at least eight hours. So it's it's definitely like a part-time gig. Um, It definitely takes a lot of your time. So if you're already stretched thin, you kind of are like trying to figure stuff out. So like for me, I know Brandy feels the same. It's just kind of like a a lot is kind of going around into the universe. And so for me, my whole week has been kind of rough. I felt on Tuesday, I was like, man, this week sucks. And it was only Tuesday. And I was like, (laughs) oh my God, what is this? So I was thinking a lot about it. And I talked to my roommate about it. And she's like, you're just doing a lot. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I get it. And then because of all the ADHD that I have, as well as just, like, <laughs> distractions, I've been distracted a lot on life, but then also, like, like, I have a new crush kind of situation that I'm still trying to process, and I don't know how to deal with it yet, and it's at this stage, though, is, like, uh, if you know anything about me, which some of you do, some of you don't, like, I... A lot of people have told me that I am intimidating (laughs) and I'm always thrown off by that because I'm like me, I'm a big, awkward weirdo. I don't really know how to interact with a lot of people and that's why I'm a loner all the time. So, um, with this situation for me, like I am really just like overwhelmed in like what it feels to be like a 13 year old crush but I'm not doing anything about it because I'm awkward (laughs) and I'm terrified because I haven't felt like a genuine emotion for a human that's male (laughs) in a very long time. And I know that's probably just like, you know, a barrier really. And I'm trying to open myself up and kind of release Real feelings because you know you start to feel kind of like sad. You're like, oh well, I would like someone to have a genuine connection. But when you've been so single as long as I have been, as well as you're already jaded and guarded, you're you're I am still have that crusty barrier mm-hmm. <laughs> where I'm horrified. But because this crush is such a still genuinely innocent crush, like a like a little. It's okay. cute. It's not a story. It's yeah, cute. It's very. It's, Brittany says it's cute, so therefore it's cute. So I have, like, a <laughs> weird goober crush. And, like, before, like, I could find gentlemen attractive and whatever. People hit on me. It's fine. And I really don't take a lot of it into my brain because I'm afraid to connect with a human because the last times I've connected with humans, they've crushed my soul and broken my heart or led me down in the mud for three years. But we've already talked about that, so we know Megan's damaged. The, the thing is with this situation is it's very innocent and very sweet. Nothing has occurred, but I am constantly thinking about it. It's very, like, 13-year-old Megan, like, Dear Diary, mm-hmm. I dreamt about him last night, and it was lovely, and we held hands. I'm fantasizing about holding hands.
0: That's See, that's what makes it sound like a, like a very innocent, like, genuine crush and not like a lust filled yeah like but but what's
1: weird is i don't know him well enough to do anything about it and i'm also because of my past so vulnerable that i am very like scared to do anything about it and everyone's just like just do something like say something ask him out or whatever and i'm like i can't i'm scared he's gonna run away but yeah it's it's yeah so i'm trying to take it day by day and then I got annoyed that a boy was distracting me, like, all day. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, like, listening to, like, songs and I'm just, like, la, 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 I don't love music. And then I'm, like, why do I feel this way? And then I was, like, oh, <laughs> feelings. And then I, like, went home and I was, like, ugh, feelings, Butterflies. Gross. Yeah, so it's weird. I I can't even guarantee anything's going to come of it. I won't discuss it anymore. My point is, is I'm, like, distracted and goofy and work is – I literally want to punch work in the dick right now. I love my job. Don't get me wrong. But I'm very much frustrated. Yeah. And without going into more detail about it, it's like I'm at the stage at work where I'm like, why am I here? And then I'm like, oh, that's right. I have to get paid. But then at the same time, I'm like, no, no, I love my job. This is great. I'm just, you're, I'm at a, I'm at a standstill of existence and I'm just going through said motions yeah. And I need to find some sort of joy and happiness into my life. And it's hard. Mm-hmm. It really is hard. And I think a lot of people can relate to that too, where you're like, everything is good. Everything is fine. I have a roof over my head. I have friends. I have people to love me. Why am I not happy? What is my purpose? And of course, social media likes to throw things at you where they're like, oh, once I found my... Significant other. Once I had my child, my life and my soul was complete. I want you all to know that it's very damaging to say that statement because I know your life partner and also your child is very important. And yes, your soul can be complete. But that phrasing in general saying that like if someone feels empty and they feel that only that they feel empty only because they need to fill that void with a human whether it be a partner or a child is really sad because
0: not not everyone
1: has that luxury, but then also not everyone, you don't need that in order to feel fulfilled. They can make you feel good and make you feel whole, but they're not what identify you and also what make you, what's the wording I want, but you can find peace and love in everything that you do, as well as like your soul is complete with or without a person. What that person is going to do is they're going to join your fully completed soul and make it glow bigger. That's what I'm imagining in my brain. Um, But so when people are sad like myself, and you feel like the piece of your soul is Mm -hmm. missing, the universe and the internet is telling you, oh, you know that piece that's missing? One day you'll find it. I don't like that. That whole Shell Silverstein puzzle piece <laughs> fucking thing pisses me off. Love you Shell Silverstein, but that freaking propaganda shit is pissing me off because it makes people think that because they We're feel empty, something. I need to fill that void. I need to fill that void with, with boys or men or women or random sex or I need to have this baby in order to fix this band-aid yeah. or I need to travel the world. Travel, you know... Basically, you feel empty, fill that hole with something. And that could also be drinking or drugs or other things. I don't want to feel like another thing coming into my life will make me whole. I would like to feel whole and then be able to accept the universe. So I know that I know the intentions when people say that phrase is out of like love and like kind of it's almost like an... I don't know, maybe allegory isn't the right word, but it's maybe like an expression or poetry of being like, this is how much I love this human. Yeah. This is how much I love this child. They make me who I am today. Say that. Yeah. I wouldn't say they make me whole. They make me the person that I am because I I feel it's a little, it's a little rough for everyone else in the existence. But it's also it's a false narrative because a baby's not gonna fix your relationship. A, a relationship's not going to make you feel good. Unless the man or the woman is making you feel good, that relationship is not going to fix the boo-boo. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a little manic. Totally. So, yeah. I, I it's would, like
0: building a house on a rocky foundation. Yeah. It's not a whole, It's not a good house. There's <laughs> a
1: whole fucking proverb about it, whereas like you build the house on the sand. It, it, yeah, yeah we sang, exactly. We sang the song in Bible school. You, you all fucking know. You know. You All you know. But, like, that's, that's kind of my point right now, and I guess the whole precipice of my mental health check-in as i'm struggling and i'm frustrated because i i do feel a void i do feel something's missing and i do have so many things to feel grateful about yeah. i have family that love me i have friends that love me i have a job that respects me and cares for my mental health which is lovely um i i have a roof over my head i i live with someone that cares about me I got my cat max (laughs) I have all these things that are lovely yeah but for some reason I don't feel whole and I don't feel satisfied and of course you know your gut reaction is to be like oh I would like a person or uh, you know someone in my life or whatever and I you know I know in my heart of hearts it's not what's gonna fix how I feel it would be a nice compliment so I'm, I think right now I'm just kind of struggling with overwork, exhaustion, and then just general sadness. Mm-hmm. and then that sadness bubbles in and it affects my work and my ADD, and then also makes me overthink about boys when I shouldn't. I should just let them come to me, and it's fine. but I think I think that's just kind of like the the, the mental state that I'm at, where it's it's a lot. Yeah, and I'm processing. Yeah. But every, every process and every day is kind of a whole new realm, I'm trying to build good habits. And I know we had our our glasses of wine,
0: mm-hmm. but I'm
1: um, trying to like, you know, drink less and have a little bit of clarity.
0: I think friend wine is not considered drinking. Yes, <laughs> friend, friend wine is
1: <laughs> good. It's, it's more of like, I, I've never gotten to this point, thank goodness, but I don't ever want drinking to become a band-aid no way i think if you ever find yourself
0: like drinking drinking by yourself in home but you're sad but at home by yourself drinking that's probably not good
1: yeah drinking to fill a void is never i haven't gotten to that point yet thank god i'll drink it excuse my burp it's okay (laughs) i'll drink if i have a bad day Oh yeah, li- and
0: drink if I'm stressed too, loosey goosey. Or if
1: yeah. I want to relax, or if I'm at home, or if I just need to like kind of decompress, but I also start to check myself to be like, I'm not gonna continue with this. Because in the past I've used it as kind of a barrier of my insecurities as well as my anxiety around yeah. people. And I was awkward and wanted to make friends. So I'm like, Bleh. everyone's friendlier when they're drunk. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'm trying to be more conscious of my drinking, if that makes sense. It does, it does. I'm not just drinking just because I'm bored or I'm not just drinking because I'm out or I'm not drinking because I'm sad. I'm drinking out of consciousness now, which is lovely and it's been helping a lot. But, um, you know, it's just the world is a lot right now. And I, I think I think just kind of... Processing a few things this rest of this week. I found out I have Saturday off from both jobs. <gasps>
0: Woohoo! And yeah. that's ahead.
1: lovely. Yes. And then I found out I have Monday off. Damn. On both jobs. So. You have
0: an actual kind of weekend.
1: So, I mean, it's split. I still have to work 4th of July, which, whatever. But it's only like a little baby shift. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's probably going to be pretty slow. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm looking forward to being able to, like, wake up on Saturday and be like, "Ah, I have a day. I can do things. And so like, I'm looking forward to like going to work early on Friday and then getting off work early and then getting some groceries. You can stay up late Stay up late. I'm going to stay up late doing laundry. I'm going (laughs) to, I, my room is a disaster. It's a good thing that I'm single right now because I walked into my room the other day and I just hadn't been home Mm -hmm. because I'll like work then go home and then pass out and or I'll work and come here and like podcast and then yeah so like my last like couple weeks I've just I've just I haven't bought groceries I haven't done the things that I need to do Mm -hmm. I'm so behind on like laundry and life And I looked around in my room and I was like oh if a man came over and saw this they would think I was a slob (laughs) (laughs) and then I walked into my bathroom and I was like oh no like, clearly, a woman lives here that is, lives quote unquote alone in her bathroom because there's like makeup everywhere and hair and random spots. And I was just <laughs> like, this is not guest appropriate. And not that, God, I haven't had a guest over, air quotes, aggressive air quotes, a guest over in my house or apartment in I, 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 a year maybe i don't know six months i don't fucking oh. know a long ass time mm-hmm. so i've never had to like have a gentleman caller come over and be like, oh don't mind the mess <laughs> but <laughs> because of that i've gotten lazy and i'm like oh god what if a boy did come over they would think i was Why crazy if this? no if they opened my closet it'd be like, ah! <laughs> it's like a explodes. mouth explodes <laughs> And now it's just like on my floor. And I'm like, oh God, this is a nightmare. But anyway, yeah. So I need to, like, every time I have a day off, I, everyone's like, oh, what are you going to do? You can go on a hike. You're going to do something fun, go, go drink. And I'm like, I'm going to do laundry.
0: Do laundry, grocery I'm shop. I'm my room, ketchup. grocery
1: shop. And then maybe get a beer later in the afternoon. That's my plan. Yeah. And then I'm going to wear a cute sundress. <laughs> and then I'm going to look really cute. And, and it'll be co- my reward. Yeah. My reward is me waking After up early, a productive day. Waking up early to do laundry and grocery shop and clean my room, and then I'm gonna look really fucking cute, and I'm gonna go to a fucking brewery and I'm gonna buy I beer. Think- Going to sit there and be like, this is my Cute. Damn going
0: it. out after you've accomplished tasks that you need to get done. Oh. You feel like that's the most adult you feel. It's a new level. Though. It's a new level of relaxation. You
1: just feel so badass too. Yep. You just walk in you're like, oh, I didn't make groceries. I made bread. my bed. Oh, and Laundry's I did laundry. Done. Nobody's going to come over to my room. Got a but fresh if they towel. did, they would have fresh sheets and mm-hmm. cookies because <gasps> i baked oh my god like, I, I have fresh just, sheets on my bed right, right like it's now. just it's it's these are the it's things that i ahead. i'm looking forward to on saturday but yeah like, nice that's my long story of me being sad the end <laughs> <laughs> no
0: it's okay it's okay to feel sad um i guess that's a good transition to like my mental health check i guess Um, so I am constantly busy, um, which is weird because it's like, I, I'm not, it's weird being a parent because you're technically not busy and busy at the same exact time. So it's kind of like telling Megs my schedule. So Mondays and Wednesdays, I dedicate at least two hours to climbing. And honestly, it is giving me a deformity on my ankle. However, I am <laughs> Meg's eyes are are wide and looking I have this thing called um, I've developed Haglungs deformity. It is an inflammation of your tendon on your heel, and it's a giant bump. And essentially, if it gets worse, it will burst and turn to burstitis, and then I will not be able to climb. <laughs> uh,
1: okay, okay, I'm gonna take a little break right here. What was the tendon thing called again?
0: It was it's so it's my heel. It's my heel. I think it's my Achilles tendon.
1: Right. So but the It's called hagglung. About- haglung hack- <laughs> Okay, so that's the haglung thing. Haglung. But what I'm trying to figure out is like, you know, we all know medical terms, right? And then for that so that sounds medical, but then they go to burstitis.
0: Burstitis. That <laughs> sounds know, like you know it's when your your thing
1: bursts. <laughs> That's that sounds like a, an Adventure Time. <laughs> like we didn't know illness. what to call, it, so we called it burstitis. We're, we're like Jake Different. and Finn are discussing Burst. like some sort of like like Adventure Time land illness. We're like, oh, he has burstitis. So burstitis. There's some SpongeBob is- shit right there. <laughs> right
0: burstitis. it's um so burstitis, also called bursa inflammation is the inflammation of fluid filled pads also known as bursae, <laughs> that act as cushions at the joints
1: it's like almost like they just gave up they what was there's so many other weird medical terms for different things and then for like that they're like it's burst 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 di- titus burstitis. The, they just burst with fluid just adding titus to it yeah Make so essentially. It sound medical. So
0: essentially how did he get to prostitutes? Oh yeah, I was talking about climbing. Even yeah. though it's even though it's wrecking
1: my heels. But um, it's still therapy and
0: exercise. It's it's therapy and it's exercise. It's important.
1: Schedule your day around it. 100%. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I have
0: noticed my life getting better after I have
1: actually I, I talked about this before how I
0: that's just something that's incorporated in my schedule I like it and it's
1: enjoy it n- it's it's known throughout the entire world that exercise will make you feel better Better. yeah and so I
0: I, I need those two hours a week and it's nice it, I get I have friends it's weird it's really weird it's kind of like how you have your friends at the brewery I have friends at the gym and it's, it's bizarre because they are just part of my schedule, but then
1: yours is a healthy, healthy situation. But it's, it's, so. yeah, it's also funny because I started talking <laughs> to people
0: about their like life. and it, And like recently today, like I opened up to one of the staff there about like, my, like, just, like, relationship in general. And then he was telling me about his girlfriend and how he's proposing to her soon or blah, blah, blah. Or, Ooh. like, I asked I asked another person there. I'm like, what is your bad day at work? Because I'm, like, I have bad days at work and I like to hear about other people's bad days at work to realize that we all we all have bad days at work because no one talks about the bad days. And, I'm like, can you tell me about a bad day at work, please? Because <laughs> yeah. that one makes me feel better. It's nice. It's nice. And so a gym is nice for friendships that I make there with random people of all different sorts of backgrounds yeah. and also just because of exercise and so Mondays and Wednesdays exercise and then I get home and then those days I catch up on work thing we do laundry we uh, I will like prep lunches or work on wedding stuff and then watch a movie feel good go to sleep Tuesdays and Thursdays are dedicated to um, 100% parenting mode um, whenever Elliot is here uh, I don't know if this is the best thing to do but I just like I kind of keep my phone away uh, unless she does something really cute, then I'm like, ah, filming. <laughs> Besides that, like, we're playing with Elliot. I am cooking dinner. We give her a bath. We stay up and watch like a movie, or we just play, sing, dance, whatever. Put her to bed, and then like, <laughs> by that point, it's like 9 p.m. Me and my partner are like, you want to just sit on our phones for like 10 minutes and go to sleep? We're like, yeah. And that's what we do. And so that's Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mondays and Wednesdays full. Wednesdays actually we record. And then Friday, Friday's usually catch-up day. Like, I make dinners on Friday always. Um, And we, same thing, play with Elliot Saturdays. we Basically, dedicate all my free time to Elliot, which is my daughter. Um, And it's great, but it's definitely, it's exhausting. And I, I, it's fun. It's very fulfilling. But, like, I can't stay up late anymore. Mm -hmm. I can't. There's something about going 100% all the time that's just not. Right. <laughs> um, yep. and so, yeah, life has been just like nonstop. The weeks are flying. It is fucking July tomorrow. We were recording this on June thirtieth. It is halfway yeah. through twenty twenty one. I thought twenty one just happened. Twenty twenty was the year of the pandemic. It's still happening. And so I feel like we're this is twenty twenty extended, but to know that we're halfway through a new
1: year. It's bonkers. It's so bonkers. It's going to be December before we know it. Yeah. I'm overwhelmed.
0: It's like, it's really stressful. And also like, uh, since things are going back to normal, I'm noticing a bunch of friends going through transformative phases. I have a lot of friends who are quitting jobs, getting new jobs. I have friends who flew away. Literally. I have friends who are um, leaving to go to pursue their dream i have a friend whose whose last day of work was today and he's gonna go drive to portland and live his life there good luck by the way (laughs) um (laughs) portland's a mess just kidding love you portland love you so much but i was too obsessed with you uh oregon is great portland's okay yeah portland's okay um so, yeah, I'm just watching all these people be like, I got to make changes. I see people be breaking up with the relationships they had during quarantine. I see people getting divorces. I see people, I see people getting starting married. starting relationships. Starting relationships. It's like everything is changing. Uh, and it's like it's very, like, overwhelming to kind of watch. My home situation has not changed. I'm still <laughs> Elliot's mom. I'm still with my partner. We're still getting married. We still live in the same house. It is. I had three neighbors move within the last month. Three, U-Haul trucks have been outside the our apartment, condo, whatever, every weekend. And I'm just like, okay, bye. Have fun with your new life. And I, I'm i friends with some of them on Facebook. I see their new homes and where they're at and with their second child. And I'm just like, oh, wow, like they're making moves in life. And then it gets me thinking, should I be making moves in my life? And like right now, my project is getting married but what's my next project what am I gonna do after that what happened to my what happened to my music because I was doing Sullivan uh which is my music project listen to me on Spotify S-V-L-L-I-V-A and I have one <laughs> song it's okay um it's great, <laughs> it's great. I, I I like uh I like my old style better but honestly this new like synth wave hurt wave <laughs> designated design <laughs> <laughs> song. It's great. It's great. And I really appreciate my friends who helped me put that together. But, um, I, it's a lot, it's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And, um, yeah, i it just has, and then recently work has been picking up because I deal with restaurants and cafes and everyone's reopening Um, it's my birthday on Friday. I'm turning 26. Woo. Yep. 26. One year away from my dream age. Mm. I have a good feeling about 27. 27 is going to be good, but 26 sounds very boring, but you know what? And then that's the thing too, is I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself as a 26 year old. I think, because I'm just like, what am I going to do? And then I have my friends and they're, up to late 30s even in their 50s who are like it's okay you never figure it out and that's
1: a great question it's a great question but at the same time that's just... an excellent reminder too they put a lot of pressure figuring things out we yeah we too.
0: yeah and life is really weird but you should still have goals and if you want to achieve things by
1: a certain time then then do it. Hell yeah, yeah. And
0: and I've been and I've had friends who are my age who are like freaking out about what they're gonna do and like I just can't help but be like, listen, <laughs> like I have friends on a very wide spectrum of ages and all I've learned is that it doesn't really get easier. Shit pops up all the time. And guess what? I think that's life. That's what it is. Um, and I, we have to not be so hard on ourselves, but definitely like take time to kind of figure out where you need to be. Like you're talking about your
1: happiness and your voids. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in the same boat. It I, I, think, I think I like the phrase that it gets easier, but not necessarily they're still going. I wouldn't say like it's not better. I feel like I'm more confident and comfortable than I was in my 20s than I am now yeah and so like did it it got better in a sense of like you kind of start to know yourself and then you always are going to have pressures. We, yeah. we just listen to me talk about all the pressures that I have in my life right now totally you will always have some sort of pressures but the way that you process and deal with it is kind of like huh and then you start to kind of let other things go yeah. where you're like it's gonna still be hard always but there's it's it yeah it goes down back, back really back to your statement where it's like is you're never gonna figure everything out by yeah. a certain timeline if you have certain goals by certain points <laughs> yeah, it's great, great to was the beginning with talking yeah, about child's. It's though, it's great to child. achieve those things at a certain point if not then you'll reroute and eventually whatever will be will be
0: yeah, whatever. But you'll make
1: it happen. You'll manifest that shit.
0: You'll make it happen for sure. But you can't always control the variables. can't force it, y'all. Yeah, you can't force it. You can't control the variables. And you're going to have some wild cards thrown at you. And that's another thing, too, is I've had a, a lot of wild cards thrown at me in my life. I got pregnant at 23 with essentially a stranger. I <laughs> I lost my mom to murder. I My dad is... I'm not going to talk about my my dad. He's a great guy. He has his shit and he has a lot of survivor's guilt and I feel bad about that. I have my grandparents. I have my grandma who lost her, her husband and her son who just has my dad now. I have my other grandparents who are constantly keeping up with the Joneses. It's like... I'm realizing uh, there's so much shit in life, and it's like you know what? Like, just we just have to figure. We have to look at our day, yeah. <laughs> look at our week and be like, all right, let's separate everyone else's shit away from my shit for just a bit. That's important too. Also, recognize whenever you're supposed to. It's important to take care of your close ones and be there for them a hundred percent. But also make sure to re- like check in on you. How are you doing? And re- I've I've realized uh, I haven't done that in a long time. Just because uh, I was telling Megan earlier, I'm I'm very much an empath. I I'm constantly worried about how the people are feeling. Constantly worried about like how like um how can I make them feel better? Um, in in all aspects of my life, and it, it's kind of hard. It's kind of in like in my relationship too. I, I th- I'm lucky in that I've set that expectation with my partner where I'm like, I can't do this. (laughs) I will, I will be there hundred percent for you, but I'm also going to be really real with you and real with myself and communicate those needs. But right now I'm, I've been self-reflective and I'm addressing things in my life that I haven't before. And so this week was very emotional for me. Um, I, I don't know why I chose this week in particular. I think just, again, the transform transformative, Stage, it is. Yeah, maybe it's my birthday coming up that's making me reflect on the new year of life ahead of me. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? But anyways, I've been. Yeah, I've been thinking a lot, Um, and I think I I I need I needed I need time to kind of sit with myself and figure out like, okay, what what's going on in my brain. how can I alleviate these stress in my life Um, and I guess this is like a weird transition to me talking about like one of the things that I will be stepping away from is, unfortunately, I'll be stepping away from this podcast. Um, not because I see it as a chore. This is not a chore! Um, but it is pressure. It is job to come up with a topic every week to talk about, to edit over the course of a few hours, um, to prep, um, to worry about, not worry, but, like, be conscious of, like, what our social media presence is like, how many listeners are we getting, What <laughs> what is podcasting... Um, I really, really enjoy podcasting, but uh, I'm stepping away just to focus on things I need to do now. And if I get to a point where I'm like, you know what, I'm feeling good, <laughs> <laughs> I'm feel- I'm not saying, and I was saying earlier, maybe there, I will never feel good until I'm sixty and retired. Who fucking knows? Who knows, man? But, yeah, who knows? Life's weird. Um, but right now I'm, I'm definitely needing a little bit more extra time in my days. Um, especially like the days of record are days I, d- I don't have my daughter and, um, I'm realizing this might be a really great time for you, especially for me to sit with myself, to go to journal, to, to maybe work on music again, to maybe finish my fucking project of getting married. It doesn't, it's not a project. It's weird. It's like all these things that like are, they, they're, not tasks, but they're things that need to get done right and they cause me stress and it's yeah, I don't know. Life, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, and we we talked about this too before the podcast. This I didn't just find out just now, y'all. We had a very long three hour discussion of just life and All in the general. Stuff, yeah. All lovely positive things. We had a conversation too where I was like, please, like I a hundred percent know My plate is incredibly full too. I know what it feels like. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: why I felt bad. I'm like, Meg's freaking working two jobs
1: <laughs> and like has no time. But I, I even said since day one, I was like, I want this to be like a nice conversation. Yeah. And obviously I yeah, reached out it. to you to be my co-host because mm-hmm. I feel like we communicate well together. I feel like we get along. I feel like our friendship is there and it's, been absolutely lovely having you here and I've learned so much you showed me so many cool techno (laughs) thingies that I'm going to panic call you when I figure (laughs) this try to figure this shit out on my own but um but genuinely like I'm just kind of beyond stoked and kind of proud of you not kinda, I am proud of you. I'm proud of you for taking control of what you feel is best for you. And Thanks. I'm I'm a hundred percent an advocate for that because and I've also said that too. That's why we have these mental health check-ins. And that's why this whole episode is basically a big mental health check-in, because I feel like it's important. I wanted this podcast really to be like an outlet of just funny shit but also and talking but, life talking life and sometimes you just have to get shit out and yeah. having that whole bar conversation chit chat um, that we kind of missed during the pandemic of us being yeah. like, we don't get to shoot the shit. We used with to people have our anymore. Ju- We have our
0: beverages. Yeah, we have our beverage breaks.
1: Our beverage breaks. Our whole episodes are basically a beverage break. By
0: the way, tonight we were drinking Gnarly Head.
1: Yes, we are very classy. <laughs> a very evening.
0: cheap wine that I buy because I don't care about wine, but it, it, <laughs> it's like a nice drunk or tipsy.
1: Yeah, I, it tastes good. It's good. Taste, ta- it. taste, Red. It's a cab. Taste red. Taste red. Yeah, but like exactly. So like, there's no sad. I mean, there is sad. There's no animosity. There's no frustration. Oh no, Britney's, this isn't like a like. Guys, it just can't be around yeah. Megan anymore. Brittany's breaking up with me, and that's our no! episode title.
0: <laughs> and I was sitting, I was, okay, so I'm not one for just dumping things on people, Dump. especially, yeah. Dumping me. I, d- <laughs> d- dumping people, I'm not one. Yeah, I like to give a little heads up, so I basically wrote Meg's a really long text message, and then as I was reading over, I'm like... God damn it. If this reads like a fucking breakup text, I'm going to fucking cry. I'm like, this Breaking is so stupid. Breaking up s- is hard
1: stupid. to do. <laughs>
0: yeah. So it's, it's
1: no, it's not like, she's not going anywhere either. No, I will probably. Heck,
0: I'll be a guest even. I'm shanghaiing
1: her a lot. I've also made, I'm also demanding that she meet with me every, at least every other week. <laughs> If it not, it's a if shit. not, shanging higher into the podcast, she might
0: have a, a microphone with the table.
1: Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I'm gonna shanghai her to a brewery and then just like sneak a microphone, I'd, like set a
0: microphone, <laughs> and they'll be like, "What the hell?" I'll
1: be like, shh, shh, we're recording. <laughs> yeah. Keep it down. Keep it down with your trivia. We're recording. Yeah, I know, like, I'm, I, I love our little friendship, yeah. and then I feel like with this podcast, we've gotten. closer closer. and it's so lovely i love a good woman friend i know y'all think i'm fucking scary or whatever but i'm genuinely a nice bitch i'm just a bitch (laughs) um but yeah no like i'm thoroughly happy and proud of you for doing what you need to do And um, I'm going to call you constantly to help me with this shit.
0: Oh, it's fine. But then also, like, I'm looking
1: forward to us, even though we won't be recording necessarily each time we have a conversation, but I'm going to make sure that we have conversations. Yeah, absolutely. And um, it will just not be projected constantly. I'll project my own feelings. Um, That being said, I would think because I don't want to talk into the void by myself, I'm just going to throw this out here. Um, I'm going to be looking for guests for each episode. I have a few people that I'm going to slide into the DMs this weekend and be like, hey, you want to you wanna talk about okay. something? So I have some things lined up. We're going to take a little, I guess we could call it a little hiatus while I wrangle up equipment shit as mm-hmm. well as kind of figure out what I need to do. um this is Brittany's computer, so I can't just take her equipment. My computer-wise.
0: nice uh, <laughs> office uh, throwaway. If you haven't, you guys haven't seen my computer. If you have, it's uh, I had a bandana over the corner, but my computer is currently in a computer that was in an office and it was dropped and, <laughs> and thrown into a closet. So I have a Mac that has a uh, corner completely covered in tape.
1: Yeah, it's, 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 it's like it's a bent. crinkled little, it's
0: crinkled. I cover it with a bandana not to look cute, but to hide how ugly it is. <laughs> i lost the bandana so it's out in its full form it doesn't have its makeup on
1: <laughs> yeah so i mean w- but yeah get yeah, we'll he- be we'll be taking a couple breaks of sorts to for me to kind of revamp also Brittany, Brittany's already showed me quite a bit of stuff so i think i got the hang of it it's gonna yeah. be more now that i'll be revamping into new equipment quote unquote yeah. Probably maybe borrow these mics, Eric. I haven't decided yet. Please let me borrow Thank you, Eric. Sir. Thank you, Eric. We love you. Appreciate you. you. Um, but in the meantime, there's still going to be a transitional period, essentially, yeah. while I kind of figure things out, as well as I would like to wrangle up a big chunk of guests. Yeah. To Smart. To kind of give myself said structure, because, you know, we're, we're both struggling with structure right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think me moving forward, figuring out some sort of structure, Thing will be lovely yeah. um but yeah no we 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 both love you and appreciate you i'm yes. gonna i'm gonna put you as producer for my episodes moving forward
0: what <laughs> no only put me as producer if i actively help you otherwise this is yeah if i, I
1: call you over the phone that counts as producer
0: <laughs> i will take it add that to my resume yes perfect Producer of a podcast
1: or you can if you're not producing you'll be my consultant
0: Ooh, I like
1: that title yeah. too. Okay,
0: podcast yes, slash radio consultant. There you go, consultant work. Ooh. Out of the resume. Cool. But yeah.
1: So um, we love you, all you, all you yes, listeners. I love
0: you guys, and I'm so sorry, <laughs> but i w- I will be around uh, for sure. This has been absolute pleasure. I have. I was in love with my radio show. I was I lo- am in love with this podcast. It, this is more than, you know, uh, something that's really important. It's basically therapy once a week. Um, but instead of talking to the microphone, talking to you guys and Meg's, I'm going to be doing a little bit more self-reflecting, getting some personal shit done, and hopefully come out come out better. If you hear that I'm back in two months, you'll find out <laughs> that didn't fucking work. But... <laughs> 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 Until then, imagine me just like, um, I don't know, journaling at my desk with a lit candle, uh, finding the meaning of life. Who yeah, I, th- I
1: think for me, like I was thinking about it, too. And you even said in your sweet little message, you're like, oh, if I need to train a co-host for you, I was like, <laughs> no
0: it's weird some people don't know how to talk like for example That's i do fair. uh from at my job i um do uh interviews mm-hmm. uh with people and uh my boss has told me like your interviews are so organic like this is amazing she's like i used to do interviews and i've just asked them like what's your favorite color when you like <laughs> but like i am i am all about turning um Interviews, conversation. Well, I'm turning into turning any interaction with the person into a conversation to something real that has depth. I don't like have skimming the surface, and so I feel like with the co-hosts and like with podcasts, that's what people are hoping to find. They, they yeah. want you want a friend, you want someone to connect yeah. with. Yeah,
1: and like for me, it's funny because I am so incredibly like awkward and strange, um, but. If any of you know me on a personal level, I love to converse. I love to listen. I love to kind of be that listener and that feedback and that friend that's kind of like the non-judgmental maybe a little bit snarky Mm. and a little bit, I'm going to keep it real a little bit, but at the same time, I'm not going to come in and be like, you're fucking dumb or whatever. Yeah. You can't, you can't be
0: a host or you can't have a podcast and have walls. Yeah.
1: So for me, like it's funny in a sense that I am still kind of strange and awkward, but I am comfortable in this setting. And I think it's because it goes down to like our roots where I wanted this podcast to not feel like an, interview but a conversation no. yes but that also what that's what you were saying is that what makes a good interview is a conversation mm, a conversation you don't get too. to know someone by interviewing them you get to know someone by having a conversation so having a good interview is a ha- is a good conversation yep so I hope to bring that to the table I'm 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 hopeful that I can find some interesting people to okay. chat with um, if anyone would like to or have something to say or a topic everyone is open um slide into them dms either myself or our talking in tangents instagram um <laughs> sorry my cat just flailed off my lap oh phoebus what uh, happened? so you know we're we're gonna cross that bridge when we come to it um if you see any like strange things on our Instagram and things changing Fucking and Russians whatever hacked my doodle account. Oh man. Yeah. So, so uh, just
0: kidding. They will hack in, <laughs> The Russians will hack into our podcast. We'll I see.
1: I mean, I'm hoping we'll kind of be able to kind of take this transition delicately. And obviously with grace, because we love you, Brittany. Thank you. And it'll be good. Um, Thank you're going to you. have to make, you're going to have to help me draw like a logo.
0: Yeah. I'll draw, I'll help draw a logo. Cause it's currently, uh, Talking tangents, Brit and Megs that I made on yeah. some stupid app.
1: <laughs> Which was <laughs> instead, funny. We've instead, been needing to change just, it for a while, it should y'all. Just be like
0: talking in tangents, just as a title that look in a way that looks really cool.
1: Oh I yeah, love Doodles, I it's so funny. We've 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 actually been talking about this since literally day one. Like, like man, we really the, need to draw real. Like we, we we've been planning to like do a whole new logo for months now, but like we said, we're very busy. Dude,
0: the acronym is literally tits. Yeah. So. <laughs>
1: So it's I feel like good. there's so many fun things you
0: could do. We'll yeah,
1: so you. we'll 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 figure something out. We'll we'll something. It'll be great. Yay. I miss you already. Stop it. <laughs> All right, guys.
0: Well, thank you so much for listening to episode twelve.
1: We just talked about how we didn't know the episode number. Twelve.
0: Twelve.
1: Tit twelve. 12. Breaking out. Do- it's not. <laughs> dozen, we got a dozen tits. <laughs>
0: yes, dozen tits. All the
1: pairs. <laughs> That's uh, more than a cat has. So we're doing pretty good. <laughs>